are listening to the Heavy Metal Hangover, where the beer is always cold and the music is always heavy. With your hosts wearing jeans and leather, not Cracker Jack clothes, Rex and Duff. Welcome to another episode of the Heavy Metal Hangover. My name is Duff. My name is Rex, last time I checked. And I'm going to do it this time. I'm drinking a cocktail, so I can't open it. Ah, uh, well, it's okay. Wait, 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 hold on. Are we going to have one of those Rex's drinking black tooth grins and completely schlitzed by the time we get halfway through this episode and spend the I don't know. half was, the episode it was recently. Money? It was recently oh. Dime's birthday, so we didn't do a show when, when that happened, so... I'm not drinking necessarily black tooth grins, but I certainly am drinking some uh, the equivalent. I, you know, it's funny. I was looking at one of Rita's posts, and apparently Dime had some sort of he had like the pitcher of black tooth grins or something like that. I don't, I don't know what the exact ratio or recipe was, but at some point there was actually a black tooth grin pitcher. So I, I guess in spirit, I'm drinking my version, which is a Lemmy. So I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm drinking a beer. I'm not drinking a semi-lemmy. I, I prefer a semi-lemmy to a lemmy. Um, semi-lemmy is just what I call Diet Coke. <laughs> a um, Jack and Diet Coke. Um, it's, just, it's just me. I drank Diet Coke for so many years, I just kind of prefer the taste. I don't know. Uh, but uh, tonight, it's just Miller Lite in Tall Boys. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. So, uh, it's been a couple of weeks. We've been away and i know our listeners <laughs> they cried um but you know maybe maybe th- this is a maybe um it's probably a stretch because i i know the kind of people that listen to our show but maybe some of them even got laid <laughs> i mean like that would be <laughs> awesome you know it's like it's like well i got nothing else better to do i might as well get laid you know I, that's kind of what i'm hoping happened to um, <laughs> happening happened to both of our listeners. I, I hope they both got laid, you know. Uh, but, well, you know, if not, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Try again next week. <laughs> oh, man. Better luck next but time. Yeah, yeah we got to get this guy laid. Um, yeah, it's been a couple of weeks. It's been weird. Uh, I, I, we, we talked about it before we, we went um, that it feels weird every Friday that we're not recording. And... It's a little weird again, but well, so we got, we, we got some fun stories. Um, cool stuff happened last weekend. We, oh man, we've got stories. (laughs) Oh man. (laughs) Uh, So why don't we just, why don't we just start? Well, you know what? No, actually wait, wait, why don't we do our picks of the week and that sort of thing? And then we'll get right into talking about funny stories from the concert. (laughs) Oh man. Uh, you can't see me. We got a lot to talk about with the concert. <laughs> you can't we're, we're see gonna, me. I'm going to tell that story, and I don't care because it, whatever. You'll hear the. <laughs> you'll get the point. And then, then we'll talk about our trip to New York City. We'll talk about the jacket. It's going to be great. It's going to be a great day. <laughs> Jackets it's were gonna admired. Great, it's going to be a great day for us. A bad day for Vinny. But you know what? <laughs> I will come back to that. We have to mention. Oh, okay, man, we'll we'll get there. So. I'm we'll gonna, I'll back. do my we'll pick back. of the week. I'll do my pick of the week. Yeah, so we'll do those it's first. it's been out for a while now, but you know we haven't done shows. We've only done one show. I think we only did one show the entire month of August between you being in Germany, me traveling, uh, both of us traveling later in the month. 
Um, so we only did one show. So I never got to give uh, give this album. It's or this. I think it's an e- technically an EP, but in human conditions, panic prayer. Uh, I've been following Inhuman Condition since Rat God. Uh, you know, they're former members of Massacre. They were on the Inhuman Condition, I believe, album or EP, whatever you want to call it. Um, and they, they've been putting out great stuff ever since. I think this is their third release, um, you know, since Rat God. Well, not since, including Rat God. But, uh, you know, they've, they've got a couple new songs on here. But they did an awesome cover of Godzilla, uh, Blue Oyster Cult's Godzilla. I really dig this cover. Like, they, they tweaked it just enough. So it doesn't, they, they put their own little spin on it. Just, it's hard to explain. I Just listen to it. Um, it's not different enough so you're like, what am I listening to? It's like, it, they just tweaked it just enough so you're like, this is cool. Um, then they, they, you know, they have four live tracks on there, which are really cool as well. Um, they were touring with Deicide, I believe, because they always say, you know, we got to get the crowd going for Deicide and everything else. So, um it's it's cool. It's a cool little uh, EP album. I, I guess it's an EP since it's four kind of new songs and and four live songs. I, I don't know. I don't know what qualifies as an EP versus an album, but um, I got it in the mail shortly after release. I've been listening to it for almost a month now, uh, maybe even over a month now, and uh, I just wanted to make sure I, I mentioned it before it got lost in the shuffle because you know as you were sh- as you were noting, there's a lot of stuff coming out at the end of the year. We're, I remember just like a couple weeks ago, we were bitching about how nothing came out. And then I went to go check my like, you know, what's coming out list. And you were doing it too. I, I did it like on uh, when I came back on like Monday or Tuesday, I was going through my, my list of what's coming out. And man, there's a lot of stuff coming out at the end of the year. It's just like everything well, got held back. A, a lot of the stuff I'm looking at, though, are um, re-releases. I, I will tell you, there's some new there's, stuff. There's Cryptopsy's coming out with a new one. Nervosa's coming out with a new one. KK uh, KK's Priest is coming out with a new one. Um, I mean, uh, there, there's uh, there's there's a couple others, and I can't think of them off the top of my head. But there, yeah, there are there are a lot of re-releases. You're right, but there are also a lot of new albums coming out. Yeah, I'm looking at man. There's some good stuff. There's some good stuff coming out, um, being re-released. I uh, man, I'm looking at. Oh, just, just just looking at some list I wrote down of some stuff that's being really well. There's a new Moon Spell coming out. Can't wait to get that. Uh, there's a new uh, New Nervosa. They're re-releasing a bunch of Camelot, some a bunch of Epica, um, a couple of the Merciful Fate records from the '90s that they're 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 not exactly re-released. They're one of those like they get released and then it takes a little while and they get put back out out again. But like Into the Unknown, Time and Nine. Um, Born in the Flickering by Old Man's Child is being re-released, which is Old just, Man's uh, Child, that, which is amazing to me because I got the first two of their records on vinyl, and um, they're they're just they're, they're just incredible records, and uh, just super excited to have that, um, and for sure, for sure, like can't wait to get a few of these. Um, Jag Panzer's Age of Mastery is getting re-released. Uh, if not re-released, it's being repressed, you know, just a repress. You know what I mean? It, it might not necessarily be like a full-scale re-release. Um, but, you know, just it's a problem with vinyl. Um, sometimes it's not so much that the stuff hasn't been fully re-released. It's more just the supply exceeds the demand for a, a lot of these. And, you know, you take a band like Jag Panzer, who, if you don't know, is the only band in history to have ever tickled Rex. <laughs> That's true. 
Harry, Harry, Con- the tyrant, their singer, Harry, uh, literally tickled Rex uh, at a show, which was, you know, just great. Um, but, you know, they're a band that you know, they've been around forever. And, yeah, they're an incredible band. But on the other hand, you know, they're not a they're not, you know, they're not Metallica. They're, they're not a band that has the ability to, you know, just call the pressing company. And be like, well, tell everybody else to get in line you know, <laughs> uh, where we're we're bumping everybody out of line. It, it's just not how it works. And um, so sometimes, again, it's it's not so much that it's being a full-blown re-release. It's just it's being repressed. For example, um, I just recently got In the Shadows by Merciful Fates, my favorite Merciful Fate record. I think I talked about that recently. But again, it's it's getting pressed again, so those will be back in stock again. Um, I am a, uh, I'm a really big fan of um, uh, Into the Unknown by Merciful Fate. That's another one that... Uh, I'm excited it's being you know put back out in October. That's awesome. Uh, again, it's not it's not impossible to find. I mean, they they float around and they're not exactly overpriced. But on the other hand, it's just you know one of those records that aren't always is, aren't always available. So that's that's really awesome. I'm I'm super excited. And um, but yeah, there's there's definitely a few that are that are new. Um, trying to think, what else did I pre-order today? Um, oh man, a whole bunch. Uh, I'm just looking. Um, I pre-ordered the new um, uh, Within Temptation, which I'm very excited about. I saw them open for Iron Maiden, and they were just awesome. Felt the need to absolutely get that one. I pre-ordered. Um, it's it's not a pre-order per se, but it's a pre-order of the next pressing of the uh, the Morbid Visions uh, release, which I'm, you know, Troops of Doom. That song's awesome. Um, let's see. I put, uh, oh, the new Icarus Witch. I'm really excited about. Uh, did you hear anything? I, I have not heard a track off of it. Um, but Icarus Witch has a new record coming out in a month or two, and I have that pre ordered for sure. I have not heard anything off of it. I just, I actually just, I forget how I came across it. I forget. I, I'm, it's been all over Instagram for sure. Well, and, you know, the guitar player in Icarus Witch was an old friend of ours. Um, actually, it was our singer's. Our old band singer's roommate for like a year, and um, so yeah, we we knew their guitar player Quinn for years. He's a great guy. Um, has absolute girl hair too. If you if you ever meet him, <laughs> if you ever see Quinn, say Quinn, you have girl hair because he does. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, they're a great band. Um, I, I don't know. It was a few years ago, sometime in the last ten years, when Paul Diano did a U.S. tour. Icarus Witch was the opening band, and Icarus Witch was also the band. Like, Paul Diano was too cheap to buy a band, or, you know, to pay musicians to play for him. So he just got Icarus Witch to be his band. But I don't think they complained about, you know, touring with Paul Diano and playing, you know, old Iron Maiden songs with him. But, uh, yeah, so that's that's really cool. Anyway, I know you were I, – I, I think we derailed your conversation about your pick of the week, but uh. – no, no. I mean, that, that's all I had to say about it. I really didn't have much to uh, much to add. But uh, check it out if you're uh, if you're into that old meat and potatoes massacre style death metal. Check out Inhuman Conditions Panic Prayer. I uh, so my pick of the week is actually uh, the record Touchdown by UDO. You know, Udo Dirk Schneider's solo band. Um, I I feel pretty okay coming out and just saying anything that band has put out is awesome you you really don't if you haven't heard it you're safe to just buy it <laughs> you know um that, there's something about that guy i 
his voice is weird. I mean, it's practically a gurgle, you know, and he's, you know, a fat guy who wears, you know, uh, skinny pants. And it, it's he he looks weird. And there's what I'm saying is like there's nothing about Udo Dirk Schneider that makes any sense that it should be any good. Like he should not be good. And yet he's amazing and always has been. You know, all of those records that he did with Accept are just killer. His entire solo career is incredible. I mean, I, I don't claim to remember every song off of every every one of his solo records because he's got a bunch of them. Um, but, like, just starting out with Animal House, if I'm not mistaken, that was the first one. Um, just starting out from there, it really, like, if you see UDO on a record, just buy it. You're, you're, you're fine. It'll be good. The new one is seriously incredible. The cover is stupid. And the video for touchdown is stupid because it's, you know, right there. They're they're playing football, man. <laughs> you know? It's like, all right, well, uh, no hidden meaning to that song. Um, they're they're playing football, but it is a really really great sounding record. It's come on, Udo's great. I mean, and and except was always this way, of they're great at being right in the pocket. You know, their music is just right in the pocket. It's got a groove to it. It's it's heavy enough to be to be heavy, but it, it always stays right there where it's it's heavy, but it's also you can sing along to it, but you can feel it. And uh, uh, Udo's son um, is the drummer for the band. He's incredible. Like he's an absolutely incredible drummer. Uh, so hands down, love the record. Uh, I have not bought it on vinyl yet. Uh, I need to. I, I don't remember if I just hadn't bought it yet or if it was really overpriced. Um, I think it was one. I think it was really overpriced. Um, I love the record. I don't think I $45 love the record, but I'll look and see what it costs. Um, if it's if it's really expensive, sorry. Uh, like like the guy, not enough to pay 50 bucks for uh, the new record. Uh, it's 40 Yeah, 40 is a little high for me. <laughs> if the price drops a bit, if it gets down into the 20s range, I'll, I'll, I'll gladly buy this record. And that's nothing against the album. Just, I don't know about you, man, but if I'm spending 40 bucks on a record, it's something I really dig. Something I really want to have. A casual, I really like this record. If it's in the 20s, I'm okay. If it Once it hits 30 bucks, it's got to be something I really like. Or something I really, really want to have. This record is... Th- th- this is a $25 I like it record. Because if I'm spending 40 bucks on on an Udo record, I, there's other stuff that he's put out that I, that I would rather have. Um, but, again... I know I'm making it my pick of the week and saying I'm not paying forty bucks for it, but I'm not paying forty bucks for it. Though so you can you can yell at me if you want to, but I'm I'm just not. So anyway, uh, those are our picks of the week. Nothing terribly exciting, but we've got Inhuman Condition and UDO, uh, which is which is just great stuff. But anyway, so let's get back into let, let let's tell some stories now. So long story short, you ended up with an extra ticket. To see Ghost in Imani Marth. Yeah, it's somebody, yeah, it's somebody who ended up not being able to go. So I was supposed to go into New York. Well, let's frame it that I was supposed to go to New York City the next day to see Wasp and Armored Saint. But as we know, that cancel- that tour got canceled. Um, but I was like, well, hell, I already booked the train ticket to go. And I already booked the hotel room. I wasn't getting my money back for them. But what you told me, hey... You had someone that was supposed to go with you. They couldn't go. Do I want to go ahead and uh, and just 
go to Manhattan a day early. I said, well, you know, I couldn't cancel my train ticket, but I could move it to the day before. It didn't cost me anything. So like, sure, what the hell? I mean, uh, you know, I've, I've, I've never hid the fact that I don't like Ghost, but Amon and Mart's opening. They have beer. We're going to party. It's going to be a good night anyway you look at it. So I do. And <laughs> I go to so so I go to your place, um, and we go to the show. Right, first of all, first of all, like speaking of forty dollars, dude, seriously for parking was forty bucks <laughs> plus tax, and they, and they charged you tax. I don't know if I, I actually don't know which is worse. I don't know if it's the forty bucks or the tax part. Like I have never in my life had to pay sales tax on parking at a concert. It's just. I, I, you know what I mean? Like I, I, I think twenty bucks is insane for parking, but I'm I'm used to it. I'm used to twenty bucks for parking, but dude, forty was just nuts. welcome to New Jersey. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I I know, I know, I know. Um. <laughs> uh, anyway, so so we we get in the parking. <laughs> so we. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a terrible. By the way, I think the moral of the story is going to end up being I'm a terrible person, and so is Vinny. Um, we're going to. That's going to be. Well, and Rex is a terrible person, but maybe not as bad. But we're all terrible people. Well, we also learned that that Vinny looks like a terrible person. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. So we'll get we'll get to that too. <laughs> so we're, we're we're pulling in the parking lot, and I'm like, hey, park over there. Because it, okay, so it, it was in it was in Camden, Jersey. It's near Philadelphia. It's actually a normal amphitheater, but it's like downtown, and so they don't have one big parking lot like I think of when I go to a amphitheater. They have lots of parking lots, so this one wasn't very big. But we pull into the parking lot. And I go, "Hey, park over there. Those people are drinking. They're cool." I was like, "Yeah, go park by there. Those people. Those people are cool. Not that kid." <laughs> I just see, I see some twat standing there. You know what I mean? Like every once in a while, you just you, you look at someone and you're like, not that it, it guy. Was, it was totally. If you ever saw Wayne's World too, it was totally a. My mom gave me a dollar and dropped me off at the park and ride. <laughs> yeah, it, it was absolutely not that guy, or not that kid. Whatever I said, <laughs> whatever I said, it was not that guy. Um, but anyway, we end up we parked. Uh, we made friends with the dude parked next to us, right? Um, had some beers. Listen, he was he was listening to some music. We drank some beers, talked to that guy for a while. Uh, got a picture. Was his name Andrew? No. What was his name? Tommy. It was. I think it was. I think it was Tom. Yeah. It was one of those typical Catholic names. I don't remember. Oh, jeez. Uh, well, cool no, it was one. No, it was a cool. What I'm saying, it was one of those standard. Norm. I don't know. It was something like that. Actually, it and was Tom. It was 100% Tom. Was it Tom? Yeah. Okay. I, like I said, it was one of those typical... His Instagram name you know, is Tom something, yeah. There we go. Um, doesn't matter. Um, anyway. <laughs> so he was a cool dude, right? We're, we're hanging out with him. Um, drank some beers. We're talking about music. And, and by the way, I got to throw this out. When, my, you know, with the whole Vakin incident, which I don't want to get back into that, but... The, the the thing I wanted most about going to Vakin was hanging out and just talking to other people about music. That's what we've always said this show was. The show was always supposed to be the two of us talking like 
we have the same conversation you would have with somebody if you're standing next to him at a concert or you're at a bar or you're at Duff's in Brooklyn, which we'll talk about that, or if you look over and you see somebody in an Iron Maiden t-shirt, like what, what, you just, that, that conversation. That's what I wanted at Vakken, and I, I, that's what I wasn't able to get, but it was really nice. And like I said, that Tom dude, if you're listening, you're an awesome dude. Um, and, you know, it was fun. We just got to, you know, we, we got to just talk to the guy. It was, it was a good time. So anyway, then we go into the and we go into the concert. Um, and by the way, Amani Marth was awesome. I, I I and I've seen Amani Marth like five times. They they are they're one of the few bands that I can say translates equally well in a small club versus a a a, a, a festival amphitheater. Not a lot of bands really do both of those equally well. I think Amani Marth is not going to be... I don't think they're going to spend much much more time in small clubs here on out. Uh, I, I think as big as Amani Marth was, and they're huge... I don't know if you feel this way. Well, we can... and we I don't know. I, I mean, I know we kind of agree on this, actually, but this tour did them a lot of favors. Yeah. I mean, absolutely did them a lot of favors. I, well, I, it kind of doesn't matter. Well, in <laughs> fairness, excuse me, it, it doesn't really matter who the bands are. There's always people that are there to see the headliner that either aren't fans of the opener or aren't all that familiar with them or sometimes flat out haven't even heard of them. If it's a co-headlining tour, maybe it's a little different. But if that's the case, they have an opening band. <laughs> you know, if it's you know, you think of when you know when Metallica and Guns N' Roses did their co-headlining tour, it's pretty safe to say that pretty much the entire crowd knew who they both were. But there was an opening band. It was Faith No More, and there's a good chance a lot of people there that were there to see Metallica or Guns N' Roses might not have heard of Faith No More. That tour did them a lot of favors. You know, I mean, just, that's how that works. That's what you want. I thought Imani Marth was the perfect opener. They were the perfect. I don't know about you, man. I think they, I, there could have not been a more perfect band to open that show. They did good. And well, and it's not just because I think they did good. I think it's just, I just think they were the right band. And, and I say that because the genuine crowd reaction, especially the number of people that told you and me they've never heard of this band, they're awesome. That's... That doesn't happen all the time, man. Um, well, I mentioned Within Temptation earlier. I saw them open Friar and Maiden. And I will tell you, the, the the talk of the crowd that night, which is odd because we all know the, the, the Henry Rollins example of why opening Friar and Maiden sucks. The talk of the crowd was that a lot of people were saying they were going home and they were going to go check out Within Temptation because they thought they were great. Uh, and so, so, yeah, awesome. We totally went on the lawn and did the rowing, which I'm so glad we did. I I don't know when that became a thing, though. Uh, probably when the song Put Your Back Into the Oar came out, I would assume. It, it was that, is that just it? Is that, is that just when it happened? I mean, I, I don't know if people were just started it then. or um, uh, Sounds silly, but I just remember noticing all of a sudden it's what people were doing. And I went, well, uh, it wasn't a lot of us that were doing it, but the ones of us that were doing it were just super into it. Um I guess, yeah, that would make sense as that's when they started doing it, huh? Um, 
<laughs> but, dude, it was so much fun sitting on the lawn. Uh, we, we, we had seats, which I'm, I'm glad we did. But you, you can't row in the, in the seats. Um, normally, normally I'm motorboating, but in this case, I was rowing. Uh, so we, we did the rowing thing out on the lawn. Then we get back and sit, and I got to tell you, I, I don't care how horrible we were, but we were sitting a couple of seats down from the female John Cena, and it was just <laughs> horrible. <laughs> you can't see me. We we just the, the two of us just kept looking at each other doing the you can't see me like hands <laughs> because I'm sorry but we straight up saw the female John Cena and I don't want to say in which direction they were sitting from us because you know whatever but someone sitting not too far from us was like imagine in your head John Cena but like five foot four. And, like, I mean, she was definitely, I mean, she wasn't huge. She was small, but definitely, you know, worked out a lot and had John Cena's face. And it was, I mean, dude, it was, it was nasty. I kept not wanting to look in one direction. You know, I'd look in one direction, like, oh, my God, you can't see me. And you'd go, you can't see me. And I'd look at you and be like, God, I wish I couldn't. It was so bad. I mean, it was it just some things just shouldn't exist in nature, you know, and <laughs> I shouldn't make fun of other people, but I'm making fun of other people because in this case, the female John Cena is just is just you can't uh, see bad. me. <laughs> you can't see me. <laughs> God, like in the middle of a song, we just be like, you can't see me. <laughs> it was so bad. It was so bad. Oh, man. So anyway, uh, Ghost played. Um why don't I let you talk about Ghost for a minute? If you, I don't know how much you want to say about the show, but um, as as an actual fan of the band, I think your opinion on the show means more than you know mine. Well, let me think. So the uh, I, I will say this. So I I've seen Ghost four times. Um, this you know the, obviously this being my fourth time, I saw them when they were in a small club here in Montclair, New Jersey. Um, I saw them when they opened for Iron Maiden. I saw them when they did the tour in Brooklyn, uh, where they did the pale, pale, pale horse called Death Tour. When they were here at the, uh, that was one of the arena shows they did. They did it at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, and then I saw them just recently. Um, you know, as usual, they put on a good show. You know, I, the one thing I will say about Ghost, love them or hate them, they put on a show. Like at, at no point does Ghost go up there and stand there static and play songs. I mean, I, you know, it's funny. I looked, you know, in, in, you know, we'll talk about some of the things you said about the band. And I actually went back and a lot of people filmed that show. Like a lot of people, like you can find online the entire concert, um, you know, the entire concert incomplete on many different channels on YouTube. Um, and, you know, the only the only thing I will say is out of the four times I've seen them, this is probably the time where I felt like Papa talked to the crowd the least, and I feel like it kind of took a little bit away from the show. Um, when I saw them in the past, you know, he's an entertaining fellow. Like Tobias Forge. He's an entertaining fellow. He is fellow. an entertaining fellow. I'm a naughty fellow. <laughs> but, I mean, he is an entertaining, like, Tobias Forge really has that character figured out. And the one thing I always liked about seeing them in the past was not only did I enjoy the music, but 
he was an entertaining frontman. Like he was he was a frontman that got up. He was funny. He he like interacted with the crowd a lot. He knew how to handle the crowd. Like he was not one of those front guys who's like, okay, this next song's called you know this, and we're 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 gonna play. He knew how to handle the crowd. He knew how to get a reaction out of the crowd. He knew how to you know play to the crowd. And I will say this time, I feel like they rushed through their set, and he really didn't talk until the end. Like he really didn't talk until right before the encore. And I I, I I'm not saying that it was a bad show. I'm not saying that it was quality or wasn't quality, but I'm quality, 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 quality. quality, quality. quality. But I'm saying like Oh my god, look at the knee. I, I feel like I feel like you know, I don't know. Without that banter in between the songs, I feel like it took a little bit away from the performance. Like, and when I say performance, I don't mean the performance of the songs, but I mean the show as a whole. Because the one thing I always said about Ghost was, they're not, you're not just going to hear music; you're going to see a show. Like, you're you're going to see a show. Um, and I feel like this time it was more a straightforward concert than it was a show. You know what I mean? So. I don't know. Maybe it had to do with the fact that it was an outdoor venue. Maybe it had to do with the fact that they were constrained for time. Uh, maybe you know there could have been a curfew in place at that venue, so they could have said, "Well, we only have two hours. Normally, our show is two and a half hours." Which they played for over. They played for an hour and forty-five minutes, I believe. Yeah, it was a long show. So I mean, it was a long set. So y- you get your money's worth, you know, including the forty-dollar parking. Like, so you're you're not just going to see one of those bands that walks out on stage, plays for an hour, and says good night, everybody, and leaves. Um, but yeah, I mean, out of the four times I've seen them, I felt like this was the time where Papa was the least entertaining, which I feel like is one of their strongest traits live. You know, it would have been the equivalent, you know, we always talk about Phil Anselmo and a lot of people feel this way about Phil Anselmo, at least back in the nineties where the stuff he said until he went crazy, the stuff he said in between songs, you know, like back when he was, you know, if you listen to official live, his like, you know. I want you to blow all your breath in the face, you know, like, I, I can see everyone will last one of you, and, you know, that kind of stuff, and... What do you want to hear? What do you want to hear? You, you pay good money oh, to curse out loud, you know, that kind of stuff. It was hilarious. Well, and that's the thing, like, you know, and I'm going over one of you, and I like it. You know, before he went nuts, now I'm not talking about when he started going on political diatribes, and that's not the Phil I'm talking about. That was heroin Phil. That was not Phil Anselmo, that was heroin Phil. So let's... Let's let's you know bar that from the conversation, but um, but you know Papa's much the same way. He he, you you go not only you know to hear the music. It'd be equivalent if Phil walked out and just said, "Okay, this next song's called Unbroken." This next song's called Becoming. You know, you know it's you go for the like. This next song is out. This next song we wrote in nineteen ninety four. How many you you know have this album? You know, like that kind of stuff where it was entertaining. Um, um, so, you know, I don't know. It, it's, I'm not saying they put on a bad show, but I'm saying like out of the four times, this is when I felt like maybe the band was the tightest because this is, I think this is, I can't remember when he fired his original band. So like, I can't, re- you know, when his original band, like I'll quit or fight. I don't know. There's that falling out with his, his original, like group of nameless ghouls. But maybe, maybe you know, the band was super tight this time. Like I will say, it, 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 it was sounded a like you anymore. were. It sounded like you were listening to the album, but it was live. Like it's not like I'm saying, oh, they played to a track. Now what I'm saying, I'm sounding like they were note for note, like perfect, in sync. But I, I feel like him not talking to the crowd as much 
to me, to somebody who's seen Ghost a few times now, has took away from it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, it's um, for me. I mean, I guess the the only the only part of the the conversation that I'll that I'll I'll really chime in on, um, because again, not being a fan of the band, to say I wasn't into it, you know, it, whatever. That's to be. I think you were sleeping at one point. Yeah. Well, I did go to sleep at one point. But that that's actually nothing about the band. <laughs> that's like that's because I drank a lot. I was like, I'm gonna take a nap. <laughs> I did. I just sat down and took a nap. It was good. It wasn't long. It was like a 15-minute nap, but I, I took a nap. You know, it was good. Um, and you and I talked about this. I thought the best part of the show was the encore. And and, a, and, and actually, the songs I dislike, he played during... That was what they played during the encore, so that's not what I mean. But... Like, Dance Macabre and Square Hammer are the two songs I really can't stand. And those are played in the encore. But my point was, the encore is when he comes out in, like, a sparkle jacket, and he's like, I'm not going to be the evil Satan Pope anymore. I'm going to be, you know, pop star guy. You know, I'm going to dance around and be, you know, and... I just thought it made more sense. I thought it was more fun. But see, th th again, this is why I, I was I'm never going to knock. I'm never going to. By the way, I'm never going to knock their gimmick from the perspective of clearly it worked. I just thought it made a lot more sense for the band. So the thing, the reason, the reason why, too. the reason why, you know, in hindsight, because honestly, I wasn't paying attention to that at all. Like that, it. I wasn't paying attention to like, I saw his costume well, I wasn't changes. Purposely paying he did, attention to it, he did, he did go, he did bring out like the, you know, it used to be, so during the Meliora tour, it used to be that he started off uh, in the like Bishop's outfit with the robes and the hat. And then at the end of the show, he came out in like this, like, you know, like this morning coat type of thing, you know, uh, with the tails and everything else like that, so that used to be how it used to go. But you know, it's when you said that I was I was rewatching the concert and I noticed the 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 costume that at the end of the show you said he he fit in. That's actually what he came out in. Oh really? I guess I don't the, remember. The whole first part of the show, he was wearing the exact same outfit, just a different color. Yeah. Well, he, anyway, you get my point. He was because I was like I was thinking about that. I'm like. I swear he was like, cause he only wore, he wore during Cerise, he wore this like bat wing outfit and it was kind of weird. I don't know what the choice there was. And then when they played a couple of their songs off their first album, um, he, he wore, that's when he wore like the, the Bishop's outfit and everything. But the rest of the concert, he was wearing that like sparkly jacket. It's just, he came out in a gold one. He closed the show in a blue one, then he changed to a red one. But that sparkly jacket is his like, that's the one I sent you. There's a still of. If you look inside the jacket, like if you ever watch any of the video, he just has in big block letters on the inside of the jacket, F you. <laughs> and I, was, I mean, and now we, we, we do have to remember I was drinking heavily. I fell asleep for a little bit and I wasn't paying that close of attention. So, you know, pardon me for getting some of this wrong, but you get well, what I'm saying. Well, and I'm not trying to I, call I you out. He, I'm not trying to call no, you out. No, no. I'm just saying like I just and I haven't talked to you about it since. Like I went back and watched the concert, and I just noticed it because again, I wasn't paying attention to his costumes all that closely. Like I wasn't like, you, you know, like to me, I'm I'm so I've like I said, I've seen the band a few times. When he brings out the bishop thing, to me, it's like oh, they're bringing that back. Like it's no different than when you know, freaking, uh, 
it's it's no different than I, I don't know. You like you, a guy comes out no, and he's no, playing no, one no, of his no. old I, guitars I, or something like that. I, you know, I, I, dude, I, I totally get. Well, I, I, let me let me even say this though. If that's not the first time you wore that, it definitely seemed like a different vibe at the end of the show. And Maybe you know that's what I. And you know what Maybe I think that's it, what I, I, I think it plays to what I was saying, in that he was interacting with the crowd more. Like he was doing more of his. Hey, you know. I, they, I uh, I told you to f off. You know the, the show is over. You know like it was, it was silly and fun and I, I compared to exactly it, like like again this is my interpretation and we always talk about this like hindsight is always twenty twenty you know looking back it's but looking a little bit back fuzzy, it's but still a bit fuzzy. I felt for the most part and again you could watch videos and say that I was wrong. I remember seeming like the band. Everybody was very st- I, I, state. Maybe stationary is the wrong word. I felt the show was very stiff. See, I disagree because there is a lot of interaction. Like there is this one part where, 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 uh, where I don't feel that way at the, at the end of the show. I felt that way through a lot of the show. But like there is this one part. Like for instance, his guitar player is playing a solo, and Papa walks up to him and hits him on the shoulder, and then the guy stands behind him and makes like a jerking off sign and then walks away. <laughs> like there was a lot of that interaction with the band members, especially the two guitarists and the bass player. They all interact with one another. That's always been a part of their show. Um, but the, like I said, the one thing I think, and there, and you know, what? I'm wondering if there either wasn't a mess up during the show. Or if, again, there was some sort of curfew, because I remember this one time their guitar player started playing and Papa comes up the microphone and goes, well, I was going to tell a story about out of hell with it. And then he just like walks away and well, then like and the song kept going. You know what I mean? So I was wondering if maybe they right. their, their band didn't get the cue to like keep moving or like their band didn't mess up and they went straight into a song when he was supposed to do a monologue or you know what I mean? I, I don't know. But I, I will I will say this just for anybody before they go thinking this. I did not go into the show saying, I don't like this. I went into the show going, I'm aware they're a good live band. I went in kind of, I, I didn't go in with that. I went in with really no expectations either way. You know, I said, hey, if this is cool, great. Um, I, I didn't walk in thinking I was going to leave a ghost fan. Um, but I didn't walk in being like, I'm going to hate this. I really did. I was just I was having a good time. I was happy. I was drinking. I and I was. I, I had a bunch. I had a sack of burgers. And <laughs> I had a sack of burgers waiting for me in the car. Um, I had a good time. I really, like I said, I didn't go in for everyone. You know, because really, realistically, if you walk in being like, "I'm going to hate this concert," you're going to hate the concert. I didn't. And dude, there, in in no way am I saying I hated the concert. My opinion just didn't change. Of it's just not for me. And that's fine. But I've always said, "Hey, look." And there is clearly very there's like no similarities between these two artists. My opinion of seeing Ghost is exactly the way my opinion of seeing Tool was. I went there. I said they sound exactly like the record, which you 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 always have to give thumbs up to a band who sounds like the record. Meaning, if you're into Ghost and you go see Ghost, you're going to leave happy with the sound. If you go see Tool, you're going to leave happy. But I went and saw Tool. I watched their two-hour show, and I left going, I don't get why this is good. I don't get the I, – I just don't get it. I don't I, – I don't, there's nothing about this that entertains me. There's nothing about this that I enjoyed. I'm not saying it was bad. I just didn't – I just like I'm just not into it. And I know, I know people have told me it's because it's too cerebral for me. Mm. And I'm not smart enough to like Tool. 
fine. I'm just a big dummy. Uh, but I did. I just left Tool going. I don't get why you can't see the band. I don't. I just. I just. I just thought it was just not for me. I was bored. I went and saw Ghost. I left going. I was kind of bored. It's just not for me. But I'm not going to criticize them for doing exactly what people paid to see. If you went to if you went to see Ghost and you paid to see Ghost because you wanted to see Ghost, while you're saying it's not the best show of theirs you've ever seen, I can't imagine if if you had never seen Ghost before and you went to that concert, I can't imagine you leaving disappointed. Oh, it was, it was that's a in thing. In any way. And you know, like I said, you know, saying it saying it was it was, you know, I don't, I don't know the word I'm looking Their for here. Their least great performance, yeah. If saying out of the four times I've seen them it was my least favorite. It's like saying you're the skinniest kid at fat camp, and I know that that's not uh, that's not PC to say, but I'm a fat guy, so I'm allowed to say it. So get out of here. You said skinniest kid at fat camp. You're not talking about like, you know, the fat whale that was sitting a couple rows behind us at the show. That's no, not what you're geez. talking oh. about. <laughs> oh, jeez, man. Wait till we get into the New York City stories. <laughs> oh God, man. I gotta t- I gotta tell you, at at the concert. We had we had John Cena and then we had this thing. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, dude, I'm I'm talking like I'm fat, and Rex is fat, but I'm talking. There was this, uh, you know, you know. Before, hold on. Should we stop? Should before we not go down we that have road? To, before we have to, because you remember the last time you did this, you told me not to release I, the episode. <laughs> no, I know, I know, I know. I'm I'm stopping there. Actually, the it. last time you went on this diatribe like this, we ended up pulling the episode down after like 24 hours. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. I wasn't actually going to keep going, but um, yeah. So, so I mean, look, I mean, the I mean, the show overall was fun. You know, the the parking lot experience was cool, okay, I had, I had, and I had a blast. I, I, by the way, had a blast, and I'm glad I went. Oh yeah, despite I mean, it was a good me saying ghost isn't for me. They're not for me. Fine, great. But hey, before before we continue, I will say this. I've said it once, and I'll say it a hundred times. If we all wanted to agree on music, we would just listen to Taylor Swift and be done with it. No, I mean, we look, we, we listen to metal. We're allowed to disagree. I'm allowed to not be into Ghost. You're not. You're allowed to not be into Iron Maiden. You're allowed to not like Fate's Warning or King's I, X. I, I like do, I do, I do like two out of those three, and I don't dislike King's X. So. No, and I don't, like I said, I don't hate Ghost. It's just not for me. It's fine. It's just not for me. Um, but we had a blast. The next day, though, we go into New York City, <sighs> and we met up with Vinny, the actual Vinny, the Vinny that we've talked about on this show for two hundred, for almost three. Gosh, we're close to. It. I'm aware, like I said, this is episode like forty four or forty five, something like that. But you got to remember, we pulled down a good two hundred fifty episodes of the original show. So what we have to remember is that we are getting close to 300 episodes. And for the first time, a picture of small pecker Vinny was publicly shown on this show. And it was the greatest post ever. <laughs> you got you got to say what happened. Oh my god, about about the picture. The, 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 I think the best. I think the best one though was that somebody said, "Oh my God, he actually looks like a terrible person." We showed that to him, and he goes, "Oh come on, I'm just sitting there existing." <laughs> <laughs> That's all he was doing is existing. 
He's like, come uh, on! Yeah, I was so- just sitting there existing. <laughs> oh God, we got to we got to hang out with um we got to hang out with Vinny. Uh, we went to a bar and, <laughs> and we were drinking and like dude, the problem the problem is like we're all we're all decent human beings, but when you put us together, it's just bad, you know. Like we're sitting in this bar and there's there's like this t- there's like a, a a birthday party of like all these like mid twenty somethings women. And they're having a birthday party. Oh my god, you were awful, dude. <laughs> and I look over at Rex, and I was like, "Hey, look, it's a table full of sixes." <laughs> He's like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "Well, that's the median score because you got to get rid of the two on the end, you know." Like, oh god, it was horrible. Like we were, we were just, it was just outlandish, outlandish. Oh man, we um, we went to a show. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna say that part out loud. <laughs> we, yeah, the funniest thing I said, we're not gonna say out loud. But, um, you know, we were right out. We were we stayed in uh, in uh, in Times Square. There was this like food festival going on. It was awesome. But you know, the TKTS booth w- was right there. If you don't know what I'm talking about, it's um, every day in the morning they put Broadway tickets on sale that aren't sold for the day for half price, and it's it's awesome. Uh, so I I told the guys I was like, hey, we were supposed to be going to a concert. I want to go to a Broadway show. You know, no no shock to anybody. I'm a theater guy, and. I gotta say, and and Rex will 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 agree with this. I took us, to, I took the three of us to see a show called um, "The Play That Goes Wrong," and it's just it's a riot. It's just hilarious. You know, it's one of those like I told him, I'm like, dude, I'm not gonna drag you to see you know Oklahoma, which is not on Broadway, but I'm like, I'm not gonna drag you to see like a, a you know an old school musical, but like we could go see something funny. We did. We saw it's like, again. It's called called "The Play That Goes Wrong." If you want to know kind of what it is, it's just a, it's a play where the 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 joke is that there's the actors are pretending to be a community theater trying to put on a murder mystery, and everything just gets screwed up. Everything breaks, like everything goes. It's just two hours of complete chaos. It's a lot of fun. I don't think I'm putting words in 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 Vinny's mouth uh, or Rex's mouth by saying we had fun, right? Yeah, it was um, good. It was fun. After that, we went to Duff's in Brooklyn. Um, which I'm really glad you took me to. Uh, I know you've been there a bunch of times. I have never been there. And it was the owner's birthday, which I guess is some people were like, yeah, it's, it's, it's a holiday. <laughs> people were telling me, I don't know if you, I don't know if anybody said that to you, but some of the people that were hanging out there were telling me it's a holiday as far as they're concerned. Um, and, uh, dude, that was awesome. I'm so, dude, first of all, I walk in the door, <laughs> I look up. And they got Menza films playing in the bar. <laughs> yep, one TV plays like old school, like weirdo, like bootleg tape style crap, and the other plays horror movies. Like they had Terrifier on one on one screen, and they had I don't know Russian boobs on the other. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I've never been that mad in my life that Escape from L.A. was playing though, because they were playing like. Like Russian boobs. <laughs> no, it was seriously. It was like cheap, like Eastern European porn. And then all of a sudden, like they stopped playing it and they put on Escape from L.A., which normally I'd be like, "Yeah, Escape from L.A." But I was like, "Dude, where, where are the, where are the boobs?" <laughs> it was awesome. Um, but yeah, dude, like I had that was a, that was the other time when I, I had a great opportunity. Dude, I met some cool people there. Uh, 
There was the one dude in the suicidal tendencies hat that was hanging out with the, with all of us. Yeah, um, he told me about a goth club. Oh no, in his name was Andrew. His name was Andrew. Yeah, his name was Andrew. I knew there was an Andrew somewhere. That's what his name was. Um, super cool guy. Uh, I was Q-X-T's talking UXT's nightclub. I'm gonna have to check that place out. It's supposed to be a goth club in Newark. Yeah, because that's where he hangs out. Yeah. Um. Oh man, they was, have karaoke. Uh, you gotta go. I should go. That's a train ride. That's go. not bad. Oh man, I had my oh tribute, Trevor on tribute. I uh, I had a sabotage shirt on. This one guy comes up to me, and he was like, "Dude, dude, sabotage!" And by the way, it's weird. I have never, I don't think I've ever had more compliments on my on a heavy metal shirt around metal people than I have with a sabotage shirt. And I think it's just because not enough people wear them. I think that's what it is. I think it's just because you don't see a lot of sabotage shirts. I'm not making myself sound cool. It's just, it's one of those like loads of people like them. You just, for some reason, you don't see their shirts very often. But this one dude showed me this video of, he was doing, God, what was he doing? I want to say it was gutter ballet. I'm trying to remember what it, what song it was, but he showed me a video of him doing of him singing gutter ballet with a full orchestra. Like this is awesome. Like he was like, oh my god, dude, check this out. And it was him and his band and a full orchestra doing gutter ballet by Sabotage. I think it was gutter ballet. How cool is that? I mean, dude, that's 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 pretty awesome. Oh my god, um, I'm mad. Uh oh. I have to interrupt you for this. That club that that dude told me about? Yeah. You know what they had? Porn? No, in 2017, I was living in Jersey at the time. They had a Lost Boys 30th anniversary celebration. And do you know who was there? No, please tell me who. Dude, the saxophone player. I still believe. The guy, uh, hold on, okay. If you don't know who that is, uh, I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna send you a picture right now, and you're gonna immediately. This is gonna be your new favorite person, dude. Seriously, this is gonna be your new favorite freaking person. Okay, hold on. I gotta find I'm a good waiting. picture. I'm, okay, oh, damn it. I gotta find a I good mean, picture. Do you mean? Do you mean my 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 favorite person? Other than Jimmy Smiths, or my favorite person? No, like, dude. Like, tell me that guy's not the coolest guy. Tell me that guy's not the coolest guy you've ever seen in your life. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know exactly. Yeah. The I still believe guy. Saxophone. I forget his. I I always forget his name, but it's uh freaking. It's the guy everybody calls Sean Michaels with a saxophone. Tim Capello. Tim Capello. Right. Yeah. No. Tim Capello was there. Sean Michaels with it. Dude, I could have seen Tim Capello live and in person at a goth club. Like, how does that? How? Okay. I got to go to this place. It's two blocks from the Prudential Center. I can get there by train in in 20 minutes. (laughs) Door to door. (laughs) It's 20 minutes door to door, man. I'll get my my mom to give me a dollar and drop me off at the parking ride. You totally should. Dude, man. (laughs) Do you you have any idea the amount of money I would have given? I would have given limbs to have a goth club in our town when growing up. Oh, God. 
Oh, don't get me wrong. Actually, that's one. Remember the one thing, Vinny. Dude, said I would have jumped. Like, dude, dude, I would have jumped feet first into a wood chipper if I could have spent a month at a goth club locally when I was doing. Dude, I was no, like, I, <laughs> do you remember? Remember when Vinny was like talking about how like we got totally screwed? Where like yeah. goth girls are hot, but when we were kids, like goth girls were. Goth girls were just like four hundred pounds of, of fat. Oh, stuck see in again, spandex. you go with that. No, no, no. no but you know, like, like, here's here's my I thing. I don't remember here's, how he put no, it. No. He put it some horrible way. No, but look, look. Well, that's because he's a terrible person. But that's I'm. I'm no, not no, being the a thing jerk. About, the I'm thing about it was like, the thing about I'm it was the way when he said it. When we were growing up, when we were growing up, there was like three goth women, and they all had boyfriends. <laughs> like, and and actually, none of them were. None of them were the types of people I just described. Um, no, and but, they weren't, and that's my—that's what I'm trying to say. Like, I don't think you're—I don't think you're right on that. Way, I think I it, wasn't. Being I don't a jerk. think it was, was a quality. Way, I think it was a quantity issue. For the record, but I mean, I we really grew up in a backwater what, town, so I mean, that's what Vinny was describing. Well, I was Vinny, actually not dude, being a jerk dude, that Vinny, time. dude, look, dude. But back, Vinny used to look at women and be like, "Why don't you put that sec? Why, why don't you put all three of those French fries back? You're already three pounds overweight. You know, what I mean, he was well, horrible." And, well, Vinny used Vinny was always a terrible person. You know, we've we've told Vinny stories. You know, like like the time where he was making out with some guy. We we reminded him of all of these too. Like the time when he was making out with some girl. Her boyfriend comes in and says, "That's my girlfriend." Punches him in the face. He he leaves crying, and he says, "Man, I feel bad for that guy." And you say, "Wait, hold on." Hey, what? The boyfriend leaves crying. Yes, the boyfriend leaves crying. Not Vinny. The boyfriend leaves crying. And Vinny says, man, I feel bad for that guy. And you said, what? Because his girlfriend was cheating on him? He goes, nah, because he hits like a bitch. Then he went back and made out with the girl again. <laughs> Old this Vinny. This is a guy. So, I, I have to say, this though. This is a guy who spent the night at, at my fraternity house snuggling with a woman who he would normally not talk to. And the next day, I was like, hey, man, what were you doing with her? And he was like... She's fat, it was cold, and I stayed warm under her blubber. <laughs> yeah. He actually said blubber. Oh, I, man. But, I mean, and by it's... the way, by the way, I want to clarify. I'm not trying to make fat people jokes. I'm especially not trying to make fat girl jokes. I'm simply trying to give you an example of how bad Vinny was. Like, I, I, I cannot, I refuse with to... Any, for the record, I... Vinny had a problem with anybody who was overweight. Including us. <laughs> no, I'm serious. He hated like us. The guy who gave him the wrong empanada. Like he said, I'm going to stab his blubber. Like literally, I sound like I'm being terrible. I'm not trying to make fun of fat people, and I'm really, really not trying to make fun of women or anybody else. I'm simply describing how bad of a person Vinny was. So, like, you know, but anyway, so yeah, yeah. Anyway, so I ha I've got to go to that place, man. I've got to make it a point to go there sometime, man. Dude, uh, I I I'm actually super excited to go there. Um, you know, so anyway, so, you know, we were at Duff's. Yeah, you're right. Like there was a lot of cool, there's a lot of cool people that one dude was cool. Hopefully I bump into him. Um, yeah, I mean, generally speaking though, I mean, it was, uh, it was a trip in New York, man. So although but I've got to talk about the elevator, we got to no, talk no, about I will. the will. I've lived in the okay. New York Metro. So I've lived in the New York Metro area. When I say Metro area, that's usually like the city and the suburbs, you know, basically anywhere Anywhere in and around New York City. So I lived in Manhattan for about 10 years. I moved out of Manhattan, moved to Jersey. I wanted more space and a, and a home, and I wanted to not live on top of people anymore. I stuff own like a that. home. 
<laughs> no, I mean, I truthfully, like I had an I had a neighbor in my New York City apartment. And keep in mind, I owned my apartment, so this wasn't like a rental situation. The dude would literally I own complain. A home. The, the dude would literally complain anytime I walked through my living room. And bear in mind, it's not like I was walking around wearing like, you know, platform shoes. And it's not like I was like skipping down the. I would literally walk through my. And he actually would. He actually had the balls to come upstairs and say to me, he actually had the balls to come up and say to me, can you not walk through this part of your floor anymore? Not like at a time, just anymore ever. Like he wanted me to put like a freaking like hazard cones around sections of my floor where I was no longer allowed to walk. So I decided that was for the birds. Point being, you know, so we went back to New York and, you know, I, I, I even asked some friends of mine who still live in the city, who used to live in the city. Um, I'm like, is it just me or does it seem really freaking different? Um, so, you know, I, I mean, I, and it could very well be me. I said this flat out when I was living in the city, you get, you get numb to stuff. Like you see stuff and you're just like, yeah, it's, that's like the third time I've seen it this week versus now. Um, you know, I we looked over like, oh, uh, look, that's hurl. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, there's, there's piles of puke in the subway, like obvious puke. Um, so, um, so there is this one time where, we're I'm, I'm rusty on the subways. Plus, there was some service things. So, by the way, if you ever go into New York City, the subways suck on the weekends. Why? Yeah, we because they shut down entire lines. Um, you don't know they shut them down unless you can, re- you know, because if you're just there like for the day, you won't see the service advisories. So, like, I'm like, oh, okay, well, we take this train to that train, and then we're back. We're fine. We're good. You get down to the track, and all of a sudden, it's like, oh, those trains aren't running today. So now you got to figure out. Well, now where do I go? At least I knew the trains well enough to say, okay, well, we'll just catch that train and we're good. We're, we're, we'll have to walk an extra block, but we're good, whatever. Um, but if you're not from the city, like definitely check those service advisories and stuff because it sucks. So there was this one time where we're trying to figure out where this train catches because a lot of the platforms, you can only get to trains from one end or the other. And again, I'm rusty as hell in the sub. I haven't taken the subway consistently in four way, years. Really quick, like... Yeah, I'm gonna go grab a couple more beers. You continue to tell this story. You're gonna but miss don't the best part. Any feedback. What's that? You're gonna miss the best part, though. Oh well, I'll wait. So, so wait. you know, I'm rusty. So, I take a wrong turn. I'm like, oh wait, this is the wrong, the wrong line. We have to go down, go to back downstairs, and go down to the other end of the platform because it's the other end of the platform we have to go to. So I'm like, oh, let's just take the elevator. So we get into the elevator, and there's a dude in there, and there's 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 a three of us. <laughs> And another dude who we don't know. And of course, I'm with, like... With some funky hair, by the way. Well, this is a dude with like some weird-ass mullet thing going on. So, well, either way. And there's there's another dude in there. So there's five of us total. And I see this guy, and I'm thinking to myself, I need to put some space in between me and him. So I stand next to the one guy. You Get stand guy next to me. Soap. Which leaves Vinny standing next to the crazy guy, and I'm just laughing the whole time, thinking to myself, like, if we we totally just singled out Vinny again. <laughs> like, we're just the crazy like, guy that was like, this is my elevator. Yeah, I was he starts, an army ranger. He starts screaming at the guy next to him, what are you doing in my elevator? This is my elevator. And the whole thing, the whole time, I'm just thinking to myself, well, he's got to go through Vinny before he gets to us. <laughs> so so anyways this guy starts he, he's, and he, he's like i'm an army ranger i look i look at rex so, like and coming he from a guy who probably can't spell flipping out and all dude this and by the way this elevator ride 
is two seconds long. And it's a tiny elevator, too. And it's it's a tiny elevator. And this guy starts flipping out, saying, this is my elevator. What are you doing in here? And he gets so pissed off when the doors open when we get to the bottom. He starts kicking his stuff out of the elevator. And he's like, there, is that what you want? Is that what you want? Here's all my stuff on the ground. Is that what you want? And I'm just like screw this and I like walk right past him Vinny stops and like tries to comfort him and I'm just like oh god Vinny's gonna get stabbed <laughs> like, yeah, like, Vinny he, tried to take his coat he, he didn't try to take his coat but he kept saying like hey you know that guy had a really nice jacket so that turned into by the end of the night that Vinny wanted to rob this guy because <laughs> you know booze makes your memory a little fuzzy well, so by the well, end like, of the why, night why, we're why, Telling the story, we're we're telling the story like Vinny. Why'd you want to take that guy's coat? And he's like, Jesus Christ! I didn't want to take this guy's coat. But they were like, Did you think you deserved it? He's like, He's like, Yeah. Vinny thought he was entitled to it. (laughs) But then, of course, we have to talk about the most dick thing that Vinny said all night. So after we go to Duff's, we'd been drinking, and we walk over to this little pizza joint. I get two slices of pizza, Rex gets two slices of pizza, and Vinny gets three. But we eat our pizza. And then we take, like, whatever, half an hour, 40 minutes, whatever. We take the tra- we get take the subway. We get back to Manhattan. And we get out of the subway, and as we're walking toward our hotel, I'm like, hey, <laughs> I'm going to stop and get a hot dog because I had been drinking a lot. I'm trying to soak it up. And realistically... I have not eaten as much as Vinny. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to stop and get a hot dog. And what does a-hole Vinny say to me? He's like, well, it has been five minutes since you've eaten. (laughs) So, of course, the rest of the trip, I'm just like, well, it has been five minutes. Oh, man. Oh, Oh, man. He's a horrible person. And it was funny because... And the thing um, is, though, like, when he was 25 and he hated overweight people, it wasn't as bad. But now he's, like, middle-aged and still hates overweight people. And it's just... (laughs) Yeah, it, and it was funny because, you know, we get back to the hotel room. I'm thinking, you know, I, I was going to leave early because I was going to catch an 8 a.m. bus back because I had to pick my dog up. Uh, I left him with with a, with a, a sitter because I couldn't leave him alone hey, all night. Can I go get my beer now? Yeah, go get Can your beer. Can you make beer. the story long enough for me to get my beer? And not, well, not, I, not I, short I, like Vinny I was, was like going to tell I, I, I'm going to embarrass you, but you can you cannot be here for it. Oh, um, uh, you, <laughs> embarrass me. All you got to do is look at me. Well... So anyway, so it's funny because, so of course there's, you know, Duff got his room upgraded to a king size bed. So I'm thinking, you know, and when we get in there, I'm thinking to myself like, oh God, you know, what's going to happen here? Oh wait, there's a chair with a foot with an ottoman. Okay, well I can do the chair. That's cool. Because I'm only going to sleep for like two hours. So I get the chair. So there's Vinny, so there's Vinny and Duff like doing like the guy thing where they like are both sleeping on the edge of a king size bed. But the whole time, I'm as I'm leaving that morning, because I left before they even woke up. So I, I, my alarm goes off. I put my shoes on. I go to the bus. But the whole time, the what? What did I do now? Go on. No, the whole time, the whole time, the only thing that was going through my mind was that scene in the in in planes, trains, and automobiles. Oh yeah. (laughs) I was like, I'm like picturing Duff like cuddling. Like, why'd you kiss me? I don't know. Why are you holding my hand? I don't know. Where's your other hand? In between two pillows. Those aren't pillows. (laughs) 
that, that was the whole I'm like picturing this scene un- unfolding like as I'm like walking to the bus laughing my ass off until I saw the homeless man laying in the middle of Times Square with his dick in hand <laughs> you know, that, that's no, New York was literally a oh my god <laughs> Yeah, there was literally no. a homeless man sleeping in, in, in Times Square with his dick in his hand. Like, and I'm just like, ah, how about that? I haven't seen that. This is what I'm missing, not living in New York. <laughs> the thing is, it's like, well, you know, my opinion, like, who am I? Who am I to tell someone it's not an it's not an appropriate time for them to have a wank? You know, I mean, and, I think if you want to have a wank, have a wank. You know, I mean, as long as you're not like, you know, near a school or something like Go for it. Have a wank, you know. No, I, and you know the thing is, like, I'm not, I'm not trashing because I know people get Just down. Don't on get that. any on me. I'm not. I know people are, are, you know, uh, I know I'm not trying to trash people who are down on their luck or whatever. I'm just saying, you well, know, down on your luck and wanking in public are two different things. Well, I'm just, you know, I know, I know a lot of people have issues and everything else like that. Um, but I, the whole, th- the whole thing, I was trying. The whole point I was trying to make is just like. Man, it, it's it's so strange, like living in the suburbs for four years. But I, I got to admit, like the things I do miss are going out to places like Duff's, going out to concerts, and having a, a subway train just to take you home at any hour. Um, I do miss that stuff. So, you know, next time we're in the city, if anybody is uh, going to be there, you know, we and 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 Vinny Duff and I are have all agreed that. You know, we'll have to make this a regular thing in the summer. I'm not necessarily saying it's going to always happen in New York City. Maybe we'll pick different locations. Um, you know, whatever. We'll figure it out. But, you know, if we ever come to your area, make sure you come out and uh, have some beers with us and stuff. So it'll be a good time. And get your picture taken with Vinny just so you can say you have a picture with the world's most horrible person. <laughs> I, I, oh, would you sign it, please? Well, I always I, I always wanted to have a picture signed. <laughs> the toll booth, Willie. Yeah. <laughs> you understand. Signed it. Tollbooth Willie was here. <laughs> oh, by the way, what is this for? <laughs> Sign it. Vinny was here. Oh, sure. By the way, what is this for? <laughs> <laughs> with the small, with the small. And you, it's kind of true because the smallest alive. Um, <laughs> oh man, it was anyways. a. Uh, so, anyways, it was it was it, a it fun. Was, it was a good time. It was a fun evening, and I got to admit, no, it was. It, it was a really good time. And I got to admit, I know, I know, it sucks. We were supposed to see Wasp. We were supposed to see Armored Saint. Um, but you know, again, we, we had made fun. up for it. We had fun, you know. And it's again, well, it was funny. It's the second time this summer that I was supposed to see bands, and I ended up seeing like Broadway. But regardless, forget about that. Like we just had fun. We had a lot of fun. We would have had fun at the concert too. Um, but we did. We we had a blast, and I'm 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 glad it happened, dude. Um, you know what's creepy about this whole entire thing? You traveled three times to see a concert. Two out of those three concerts were canceled, and two days after we saw Ghost, they had to cancel like three shows because of the hurricane and storms. I I was thinking to myself like, imagine if Ghost would have gotten canceled. <laughs> like you would have basically oh, been like, uh, well, I guess I can't ever travel for a show. By the way, if you didn't see, someone drove into Obituary's tour bus. Yeah, that's true. That's crazy. No one was hurt. Their the t-shirt guy, like, I guess, like dodged it by a second or something like that. Wow. That's crazy. Like, how do you drive into the side of a tour bus? I don't know. Ask Vinny. He's probably done it. <laughs> well, uh-huh. only on purpose. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. If any did it, it wouldn't have been on purpose. Um, All right, why don't we take a break? You want to get more beer? Well, I go. Yeah, okay, we can take a break. Well, I was gonna say, rather than you disappearing, why don't we just take a break? You can go get more beer, and we can come back, and we can figure out what the what we're gonna fill the rest of the show with. Since we've told most of our New York stories, there's a few, there's a few that we don't. Uh, we, we'll we'll keep to ourselves, but uh, you know, we'll see what happens. So, anyways. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back here on the Heavy Metal Hangover. We're back. And I've got to be honest with you. I have no freaking clue what we're going to talk about for the remainder well, of the show. <laughs> I, 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 well, I can throw out that in the last two days, I recorded two songs um, completely based on the Paradise Lost documentaries uh, about the, the West Memphis Three. And both, and, and look, dude, this isn't shameless self promotion because I don't care. Uh, but we do have a DistroKid account, and they're going to end up being on iTunes. But, um, if you're listening to this show, you would not want to go pay for them on iTunes because they're on our Instagram and on our YouTube page. So you could just listen to them that way. <laughs> but I did the ballad of John Mark Byers parts one and two. And they are literally, I mean, you said they're, they're very ministry like, which is funny. Cause that's totally not what I was going for. It's just what happened. But there, there are two songs where, there's no vocals in the song. The vocals are sound bites of John Mark Byers, who if you know who that guy is, if you've ever seen the Paradise Locks documentaries and you know who that guy is, you can imagine the ridiculousness of the sound bites that I used. I uh I think I'm just going to do like 10 more songs and every song is just going to be some other wacko that I find online and just, I don't know. So I, I, It's funny because normally when I write music, I write from a singer's perspective. But I think I'm just going to make a whole bunch of like songs like this that are, I guess, industrial, which is funny because I'm not really into industrial. But I guess that's what they are. Um, I think I'm just going to make like a whole bunch more songs this weekend with sound bites of other people that are just going to be funny. Um, so... But- because, I wrote, because the, 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 the Paradise Lost documentaries are certainly relevant to metal. It was worth bringing up. So, uh, like, I want to say, God, it was, it was maybe even, it was right around the time when I was doing stuff with CI. I was doing my own stuff, um, like, just to screw around. And I remember I wrote a song, and it was, I, I, I wish I still had the file for it. Like, I mean, it's been lost to the sands of time. It was, like, 20 years ago. In, in the midst of hard drives crashing, et cetera, et cetera. But I remember I wrote this one song, and I, I don't even know if I ever named it, but it was just riffs. It, it was like thrash metal riffs, and then every once in a while, Christopher Walken would say something ridiculous. You should write it now. Yeah, I, I, I... I, well, I mean, I did it years and years and years ago, but I remember, I remember one... <laughs> I'll say one of them, I remember... One of them was like, look at that fat whore over there. <laughs> like, it would just be like all of a sudden in the middle of the song, Walken would say stuff like, you want me to say what? Like, I don't get it. Is that it? <laughs> well, like, it's the same kind of concept. Mine are like, 
Minor John Mark Byers going, you want to eat my baby's testicles? <laughs> Burn! <laughs> I'm going to stand on your grave and cuss it. <laughs> like, it's, it's solid gold, man. It's solid gold, man. I'm telling you, you should, you should, you should, you should get back on the bandwagon, and we should do like a hundred songs, like that kind of stuff. Now, I, uh, I, I actually, I mean, like, I, I've, I've started writing my the own. Two of us could crank out so much music if we did it that way. I, I started writing my own like actual like music and stuff, so I've been trying to focus a little bit on that. It, it's one of those things too, where lately I've been. I've been tired, like, as I've been on vacation, I've been traveling, I haven't been home, so I haven't been in the groove of, like, what I normally do. So, like, I, I, you know, how, it's one of those things where if you try to force yourself to, like, do things, like, play guitar and stuff like that, you're just not gonna do works. it. You know, so, I've been, like, at the point where I'm looking for some inspiration to actually want to do it, and then I'm gonna start, like, with my own actual, like... Well, the... The Paradise Lost documentaries were inspiration for me because John Mark Byers made me want to make a cartoon out of him, but I can't draw, so I decided to go with <laughs> write a couple of songs with his with his crazy diatribes as sound bites for vocals. So I've I've got three songs written, and uh, I just haven't recorded them yet because it's just I haven't had time. I've been busy. I've been away. I've been everything else. So I hopefully I'll be returning. To, I'll be returning to the uh, the the music, the music uh, recording soon, and I'm probably going to be asking people to collaborate with me. Um, I don't know. We'll see what happens. You know, when I, will then be now? Soon. soon. How soon? I don't know. Um, I started writing drums for one song. One song's done. I just need to do the vocals, but I hate doing vocals. So that'd be like the one thing if I ever wanted to collaborate with somebody, I'd be I'd be the most likely to collaborate with a vocalist because I hate doing vocals. Um, I just hate the sound of my own voice. And, you know, but, you know, what was I going to say? So um, it's interesting how much new stuff's coming out this year. And I, I have to be honest with you, some of it I'm really looking forward to. Um. I'm looking for, like especially forward to Cryptopsy's new one, Nervosa's new one. I you know I've I heard the first song off of it, or the first two songs off of it, and I got to say that they're they're going in a different direction. And what I have to say is interesting in terms of, I kind of like the direction Nervosa's going in because their I last like album too, was for sure. What's that? I like it too. Like it's not it's still thrash, but it's not like. I don't know. It's it's and granted, I have it's, not heard the entire old album. School to me, I don't know. It sounds more old school. You're right. Like it sounds less death thrash and more straight thrash. No, and I, it's thrash metal. The vocals are death ish, but it's 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 old school thrash metal. I dig it a lot. And, and I got to be honest with you, it's it's kind of funny because you know, and this may be because I haven't spent enough time with Crypta's album because I haven't gotten in my record yet. Um, I'm still waiting for my record to ship. Uh, even though the album's been out for like three weeks, but it's funny because I would have said if you were to like if you were to compare Nervosa's last album with Crypta's last one, I think Crypta Crypta blew him out of the water. Now I'm not going to draw judgment yet in terms of Nervosa's new one with Crypta's new one, but I gotta say based on what I've heard, I could see me liking Nervosa's a lot more than Crypta's. 
I am one hundred percent with you. And I, I'm in, in both in both aspects. I would have ta- I would have taken Crypto over Nervosa before this. This record I, again. I haven't heard the whole thing. Um, and you know what I'd be curious. I am about? not terribly impressed with the new Crypto, but the mix is part of it. Everyone else seems to like the mix of it. I, I keep reading about how oh the mix this and the mix that. It just the uh, the guitars well, are buried. I don't I don't know, man. It just doesn't it doesn't do it for me. And I hate ganging up on a production, but this isn't like it sounds like crap because it was recorded in a box. This was conscious decision to make it sound like the last Morbid Angel record. I don't dig it. And you know, I, I gotta wonder, like I, I and again, I haven't listened to the album a bunch because I've only listened to like a few songs here and there. I think maybe I listened to it all the way through once. Um, well, because I'm waiting for my minutes. record. I really want to hear it on a nice stereo off of vinyl. Like I really want to listen to it, not just like have it on. So I got I'm curious because this is the album where Sonia is no longer a part of the band. So I've always been curious how, you know, cause I don't think that they, I don't, and I, I, I could be mistaken and I haven't looked at the liner notes for that first album in a long time. I don't think that they gave songwriting credit on an individual basis. I think it was just all songs written and recorded by Krypta. So my curi- my thing is I'm wondering how much Sonia had in terms of writing input on that album versus, so is her absence being felt? Meaning, and I'm not taking anything away from Jessica, their new guitar player. I, I, I'm not saying she's not a good guitar player or can't write music. I'm just curious where, because I've seen Sonia play a, a lot of different styles. I've seen her write a lot of different styles. Yeah. And she's been pretty consistently good at writing those styles. You may not like everything she's done, meaning you may not like her Cobra Spell stuff because you don't like glam metal or you don't like that like you know hard rockish stuff. You may not like death metal. She may not like the stuff she did with Crypta. But I gotta say, like when she tries to write stuff, she's consistently good at it. Like it doesn't yeah, sound well, half-assed. I mean Cobra Spell is clearly her her it's happy a passion place. project. No, it is. I mean and I I well I look I I can relate. I mean, like, our old band was th- death thrash, I guess, would be the right way to describe it, whatever. Um, and I love that kind of music, but that's not my home, dude. Like, my home was classic metal, or I would, like, I always said, like, dude, I would, I would have been such a better drummer in a, in a, in a classic metal or, like, <laughs> I hate to say glam rock, but... In that kind of setting, because that played to my strengths, but it's what we did, and I and I did my thing. So I totally understand from her perspective. Like she did the death metal, the thrash metal stuff, but for her to be able to go to Cobra Spell, like it's got to just feel, it's got to feel great, you know. It's got to, um, <laughs> and it's funny. Here I go again, like. I write music, and the, the 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 two songs I wrote this week are in like super drop tunings, and are like simple, catchy, like you know, industrial kind of songs, which is not the kind of music I like playing. But it's not the kind of music I like playing as a drummer. The kind of music I like playing as a drummer, I'm not a good enough guitar player to do that. Um, but no, I mean, my my point is just like I I totally get it. I get the passion project for her, and and, and look, we are. We are 
um, vocally big fans of Sonya. We're also big fans of crypto. We're big fans of Nervosa. Like we're big fans of all three. Um, and by the way, Sonia Nubis is me, but female. And I mean, 20 she's years like the twenty-year-old me. Yeah, I mean, you no, know I'm saying she's like me when I was twenty, but female. Right, a hundred percent. I'm dead and, serious. I mean, I, and I don't mean I'm not being weird. I mean, she's into all the records that were like my favorite records when I was twenty. Like really, like I'm, so I'm uh, seriously like I could not be a bigger fan of hers, and I know given my reputation and my character on the show, people think I'm being pervy and weird. I'm not. I, I'm just I'm a huge fan of hers. I I think she's amazing, I, and and I do. I, I I could not think more highly of Sonya. I think she's one of the greatest people ever. Um, but that being said, and, like. I, by I, the way, I love Nervosa and and Crypto. I don't the, the things are all separate, but no. By the way, you know, for for those of you who don't know, the reason why because you may not. I mean, I, I'm not trying to talk down to anybody, but you may not know this. The reason why we compare these two bands is Nervosa used to be Crypta. Nervosa literally split. I don't not not even in half because they were a three piece. So the drummer Luana and the singer slash bass player from Nervosa split to form Crypta. Preka stayed with Nervosa, so that's why those two bands were all will forever Nervosa be. Nervosa is Preka's band, right? And so then, I, and so the other two went and started Crypto, right? So I was gonna say, like you know, that's why, that's why those bands are. You know, I'm comparing those two bands with one another and because Sony used to play in Nervosa, and uh, right? Well, no, no, Sony never played in Nervosa. She played in Crypto. Oh, sorry, sorry, she used to play in Crypto. Yeah, she, so she played in Crypto. So again, you know, I'm, I'm. That's why those two bit we're comparing those two because it's kind of like you know it's it's no yeah, different it's than like when you, you talk about Bruce Dickinson's solo project versus Iron Maiden right. or or yeah, Halford this versus is not, Judas this is not Priest a, or this is not compare all the female bands it's because right. they're all linked right it's and because Cobra they were they were all part of the same again, freaking band Sonia got her name Crypta did a lot for her and it, it gave her the ability to start Cobra Spell which is her thing which is just awesome. It, it, it's just awesome. I mean, it, it's it's weird with music, man. It's it's weird where um and she was great in Crypta. She was great in Burning Witches when she was in that band. A Burning Witches is closer to her thing, but Burning Witches is very much like Warlock. Well, it's clearly that's where the name comes from. Um, but Burning Witches is very Judas Priest Dio. Classic metal. Then she went to crypto, which is very uh, death metal, I guess is the right word for it. Um, and then she went to uh, Cobra Spell, which is straight up glam. But it's interesting. Again, Burning Witches was probably closer to her comfort zone. But she's just, you know, it, 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 I, I don't know. I, I have a high opinion of someone who's willing to just do it you know just just straight just up do, do it. it just do it just do it just do it no i'm serious just do it like like throw down and be awesome dude i i have the utmost respect for fernanda and crypta and on prika and nervosa and sonia um and not to say i don't have a lot of respect for the others in the bands just those are the three people that have been around the game for a while that I, you know, they're the three that I know of. 
Um, because, I mean, again, you know, Sonya, um, I didn't know who she was, but my f I, I first saw her with, not, not not live, but I mean, I first saw her in videos with um, with Burning Witches. That's when I was first really introduced to her. And then when she went to Crypta, I was like, oh, okay, I guess I, I recognize you from there. Um, but, uh, so anyway, that, that's the reason we're talking about those three. It's, it's nothing against... Um, I mean, dude, like, Crypto's drummer is awesome. I don't remember her name. Sorry. Lu uh, Luana. She's super yeah, cool. Yeah, there you go. She's super yeah, cool. I, I met her. She, I cool. met her at the show. She was awesome. I, I told her, I was like, I liked your stuff in Nervosa, too. She's super quiet, um, but super cool. You know, it's kind of funny. I was talking with Vinny, actually, about this. We don't have to worry about Rex, because he's only into female bass players. <laughs> no, I mean, but, you know, it's funny. I was talking with Vinny about this, and I was saying, you know, well, they seemed a little standoffish when... When, uh, you know, but I was thinking to myself, you know what? I don't blame them at all because, you know, it's one thing when somebody comes up to them, comes up to somebody with honestly, because if you're a dude, you somebody comes, oh, I'm a big fan. Oh, okay, cool. I got to imagine that not only, you know, do they get people who are like, hey, I'm a big fan, but they also probably get creeps who are like, hey, what are you doing later? You want to go out and get a drink or something? Like, I got to imagine they get that too. So that's why I was What's like, wrong ah. with that? like that sounds like something I would say. No, I'm kidding. Well, no, um, you you wouldn't put it that cleanly. You'd be like, hey, let's go f for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna go f for an hour. You know, but hey, you want to go f for an hour? <laughs> I, I gotta tell you. So there is this there is this female guitar. I don't, if you know who she is, awesome. Um, there is this female guitar player um, that has a YouTube channel who's just awesome. Her name's uh, Kayla Kent. Um, I, I recently found out about her because I guess like. You know, Pantera knows who she is, or whatever. Who cares? And then I'm watching. I'm watching her play. I'm watching her play guitar, and she nails like Dimebag solos like really well. I, I know who you're and talking about. She she like always like wears like dresses, and she looks like the most non-metal person on the face of the earth. Yeah, she totally looks like a librarian. And, and that's not me criticizing her. I'm just saying. No, I watched her she, videos too, and she. You're right. She's like knows everything, hits every note, can well, play anything, except for if you saw her walking down the street, you'd think she listened to, like, freaking, well, like, K-pop or something. I, I, I read somewhere, I swear I saw somewhere that Pantera considered her because she's, like, l legitimately, uh, look, it would be ridiculous to have her in Pantera, and I say that from the start because the two guys chosen in Pantera were friends with the the Abbott brothers. So right there, there's that. Secondly, it four guys all about the same age. It's always weird to me when you have someone, you know, way younger than you or whatever. But I'm watching her playing and I'm thinking to myself, like, man, she is awesome. And if she was a bass player, Rex would be really into her. <laughs> I was like, that's too many strings for Rex to like her. Um, I just like making fun of Rex for being into female bass players. But no, no, she, for the record, I'm going to throw this out. Legitimately awesome. Like, legitimately awesome. And uh, what is the, wow, oh God, what's that other, uh, what's that other guitar player, um, that other female guitar player that's, um, Ah, I can't remember her name. I gotta look it up. I'll figure. I will figure this out. Um, there's another female guitar player out there that is just like 
unbelievable to watch play where you're like and 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 I'm I'm only uh oh Neely Brosh N I L I B R O S H if you've never seen her play guitar she's um just you know unbelievable in the world of uh you know incredible female musicians and I you know well by the way speaking of a uh, buddy of mine told me the other day he saw Alice Cooper and Nita Strauss was there yeah, she's been back with him for a while. Is she back in the band? Okay, I didn't yeah. know that. She when when Demi Lovato's tour wrapped up, I think she went straight back to Alice Cooper, which is just awesome. I, yeah, I you think know, it's awesome. I, I gotta say, a lot of people, you know, we talked about this uh, like I think last. I don't know if it was last episode or a few weeks ago, but man, a lot of people really crapped on her for for being in Demi Lovato. But That's whatever, so man. You know, don't the thing about it is that we, it. you know, like I said. First of all, it's we're not a German Scheiser film. Don't crap on her. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, first of all, you know, first of all, we're allowed to, we are allowed to like different kinds of music. I mean, we've talked about this before. You and I like a lot of different kinds of music. We don't just listen to metal. You know, you like show tunes. I like. I do. I, I, I unapologetically. Like, I mean, I like a ton of different kinds of stuff. You know, like I mean. I like everything from classical. I've got I have I have Neil Diamond vinyl, and I'm not afraid to admit it. Um, Why would you be? Because Neil Neil Diamond's awesome, dude. Dude, one hot August night is amazing. Uh, I love that live album, dude. But uh, anyway, so I don't care. I don't care. You you can go ahead and make fun of me. You know that that's a funny thing too. Like it's 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 so funny how sometimes we get so caught up in that like oh I gotta be metal. I I, I can't like you know I was I was actually looking at. I was actually looking at um, somebody like Jason Momoa, right? Because Jason yeah. Momoa is a huge metalhead. Um, he always goes to like the. He was at the last Slayer shows. He was backstage. He was just at the Metallica show. He was hanging out with Charlie Benani. Actually, you know who Charlie Benani was hanging out with? John Travolta. I yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so he was hanging out with John Travolta. It was funny because they looked like the they Travolta? were having like a super serious conversation because Charlie has a super serious look on his face, and he looks like he's explaining something, and John Travolta is just sitting there with his hand on his chin like, uh-huh, mm-hmm, mm, uh-huh. Mm. They, they were probably having a deep discussion about Simpsons episodes. They probably were. Um, they probably were. I mean, that's the only thing I can think of. Dude, if I ever met Charlie, that's the first thing I'd say. I'd, first thing I'd say to him is favorite Simpsons episode. He'd probably you know what the funny thing is. He'd probably be like, "Oh man, that's such a great question." <laughs> well, mine's easy. <laughs> Mine is easy, but that's because yours is Mister Plow. Me a bar. Don't tell me you're at a bar. I was at a pornography store. <laughs> I was buying pornography, and that's why yours that's... is Mister Plow. <laughs> right, and I, I the only and I don't have many pop vinyls, but I totally have the Mister the Mister Plow pop vinyl. Because that is my favorite episode and has been since it aired originally. Don't tell me you're at a bar. Don't. What else is open at two a.m.? <laughs> I was at a pornography store. I was buying pornography. So, so, but which is probably I, what I was doing. But, but I mean, but seriously, like it's um, it's I don't know. It's uh, I forgot what I was talking about now. Oh, geez, that sucks. Pornography stores. Yes, probably. of course, of course, know. yes. No, but um. But uh, that's right. If you look at somebody like Jason Momoa, dude shows up wearing a plain T-shirt and like a normal pair of pants. Like, dude's not like wearing a Slayer shirt and everything else, you know. And and there's no question he's a fan. Like he's he they know the bands know him. Like he knows them and he knows their stuff. And 
you know that that that's the thing like you see a, you see a person like that that like the girl you were talking about I can never remember her name who who does the Pantera stuff I was watching her videos Kayla thinking Kent. yeah Kayla Kent I was watching her videos and I'm thinking she's cool and I'm just trying to like see this juxtaposition you know what I mean like this she's in an in, in her room is completely like you know wherever she records her videos I don't know if it's her room or what but it's totally like vanilla like totally just you know it's not like covered in like slayer posters and and she's sitting there in like this like flower sundress she's not like purple hair she's just totally a normal looking person not criticizing her i'm saying you do you that's how i've always felt that's how we always feel on this show but it's funny because then then she starts playing and you're like crap she, she's better than i am you know and and, and like you know you right. you know no, i mean and and like 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 it's cool too. It is cool. Well, no, no, just just to talk about her. I mean, specifically, like, I mean, clearly she's gorgeous, right? But I love that she's gorgeous in the most not metal way ever. Um, and I, and I'm, I'm not being creepy. I'm saying like, it's just it's awesome. You see, you know, she clearly gorgeous, but she's like, no, I'm gonna wear my glasses and dress like I would normally dress and play metal. Like, screw you, I can play it better than you. Like, it's awesome. It's such a cool vibe she's got going on. Um, well, and to have that and, confidence, uh, like, yeah, no, a lot I'm, of a I, lot of YouTube personalities absolutely. would say, oh, you know, like, I know the waters I'm going into because you know she's got. I mean, I don't know, maybe maybe she doesn't, but just based on what I've seen on other channels, you know that people are like saying like, oh, what if you're metal, like, why are you wearing like, you know, this or why are you doing that, like, because there's always going to be people who tell oh, you what you should and shouldn't and, do. And she smiles like crazy when she plays too. Oh yeah, she's not she's, not she's that like, weird. I, she's like a I'm she's like a like female a, Max like a, Weinberg. I'm, she is like literally. She's like she's like Dave Murray. You know what? Well, Dave what? Murray looks like Dave Murray. Like Dave Murray is one of those guys who goes up on stage and just looks like he's having the time of his life, no matter what. Well, no, uh, that's what I'm saying. Like she's she's just happy, and it's and it, it's and awesome. That's, and that's the thing. Like that's but that's the thing. Like you know. And and kudos for being like I'm gonna go in here and be me. I'm not gonna like say well you know because it's so easy when you get on YouTube, especially when you start getting a following on on YouTube and you start getting a lot of subscribers to start saying to yourself like oh I got to build a brand and you know who am I catering you know because you're a marketing person when you're when you're building a brand you who is my audience what does my audience yeah. expect well and interestingly like she totally did build a brand just in a completely unique and not expected way maybe well, not unique, that's what i mean like not expected way. the easy way would have been like okay i gotta go out and get some pantera shirts i gotta go out and get some well, ripped jeans or, or uh, something like that or, you know whatever so you know that would have been like the that would have been like the well that's the easy way but to like I, go out there and be I, yourself that's that's awesome can i okay and i'm not being a jackass here she is the polar opposite of someone like Becky Baldwin. Yeah. And and, and 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 hey, hey, whoa. Becky Baldwin can play the hell out of bass. She's legitimately amazing. She played in Merciful Fate. Like I am clearly not putting down well, Becky Baldwin. There's a there, there's but see there's a difference between looking at someone's brand or style versus somebody's ability. You can have no ability whatsoever and still have right, a brand no, no, no. and a style. You can you can I criticize just, somebody's brand and style without criticizing their ability. I just I just want to make it known 
I'm not criticizing Becky Baldwin in any way, and I'm certainly not criticizing her ability to play because she's amazing. And she plays Rickenbacker. It's like, she's awesome. Yeah, she's one of the my big point names. Is, my, yeah, my point is, like, you see Becky Baldwin, and you see someone who wears the the stage outfit in her room practicing and then puts it on YouTube. And then you have Kayla Kent, who is... Now, is it, it's it, I mean, I guarantee it's if it didn't start off as conscious, it's conscious now. But again, I, I just and again, I'm not even saying one is better than the other. I'm, I'm clearly not. I just I love that you have the, 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 the two groups where they couldn't be less alike visually. And if the two of them were in the same band, it would kick ass. <laughs> you know? Like, can you imagine? Like, seriously, if the two of them played the same band, it would kick ass. I've actually never heard either one of them do their original music, but um, if they were in a metal cover band, if nothing else, they would kick ass. For sure. Um, and it's, it's just interesting. It's it's it's, it's interesting. And I, I, you know, I think back to, well, hell, like, we used to bust Vinny's balls all the time because he didn't have long hair. And we're like, we have long hair. You don't have long hair. But it's like, you know, tattoo artists have lots of tattoos. And part of it is a dedication to the craft thing, right? Like, they don't take other tattoo artists seriously if the other tattoo artist doesn't have lots of tattoos. Because it's a dedication. This is what I do. And with metal, it's the same thing. It's like, is it a dedication to it? Like, do you have to have long hair and tattoos? Like, I have long hair. Why do I have long hair? I like it. I look better with it. Why do I have tattoos? I like tattoos. Uh, th- these are things I like. Now, when I was younger, was I? did I think it got, gave me more metal cred? Probably. I don't know. As a, as a middle-aged fat guy, I don't know. I don't care if it gives me street cred because I don't care if I have street cred. But on the other hand... I really need a WD-40, that thing. I'm sorry. I moved my mic a couple of times, and it was loud, so I apologize for the creaking if you heard it. But I I don't know. I, I find I find that just – it's interesting now. And I wonder I wonder if she's a good exa- – and I don't want to talk about her all day because I don't know anything about her other than she's a, 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 a very good-looking, very not-metal-looking, but amazing guitar player. I wonder – does that even matter anymore at all? Does quote unquote looking the part matter in 2023 or not? I don't know. I mean, I'm serious. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, it's a. Uh, I don't know if I'm, I, I don't know if I'm really asking you, but how how do you feel, Rex? Like like, does looking the part matter in 2023? <clears throat> does it matter um, less or more? Well. You know, here's the thing. Um, I'll say this. Look, I mean, for years I had short hair. Um, Why? Because I worked in a corporate office. I worked in a corporate office. It was the expectation in a corporate office. And the bottom line is, when it comes to me making a living or looking metal to people I don't even know, I'm going to make a living. Why? I don't care. I have nothing to prove. 
I, I think it's one of those things actually that comes with age. Um, like you, I, I grew my long hair back because I, I always feel more like me with long hair. I hate, I hate having short hair only because I don't, I don't know. Like I never, it's one of those things where like, you know, there, there's, you know, it's funny because there's uh there's that metaphor in, in the movie mall rats where he's like, do you ever spoon with somebody? You know, like, he's like, he's like, well, what do you do with the other arm? You know, either you let it go numb or you put it up above your arm and it starts to hurt, you know, like that kind of thing. When I had short hair, no matter what haircut I got, I always hated it. When yeah, I had long too. hair, I felt like, okay, well, like I feel better. You know, like I, I don't know, you know, and I know, I know we're putting a lot of stock into like hair and crap like that, but well, and like for me, I wanted to grow back forever. What stopped me from growing it back? It was I hate in between short and long. Like I hate the 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 the, 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 the like it's in my face. Like I hate that stage. But when well, when COVID hit, I was like, screw it. I get to sit at home. I'm gonna put a hat on. I can make it through the next six or eight months of 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 bullcrap hair, and then I was fine. Well, you know, there, there, it's funny because it's funny you say that because there was times when I was growing out my hair. I would always let my hair grow. I always got maybe two or three haircuts a year and I would always get a haircut and then I'd let it grow. And then what would always happen is one of two things because I lived in the city. I used to have to walk about a mile, give or take every day to get from my home to the bus, from the bus to my office. And one of two things would happen. Either the wind would be blowing like crazy. And you're right. It would keep getting in your face and it would just drive you bonkers. And there was eventually one day where I'm every single time where I'm like to hell with this and I'd go and get all cut off. Or it was summertime, I'm sweating buckets, and it's just sticking to your head because you can't pull it back, you know, whatever. And, and, you know, like going into an office, I don't want to wear a hat because I don't want to have hat head all day, whatever. Either way. Point being, you're right. When COVID hit, I also got the benefit of now I completely work from home, so it's not as big of a deal for me to have long hair. Why? I pull it back, and your average person doesn't even know. It just looks like I have slicked back hair. Like, you know, and, and, and yes, I do wear it down some days or whatever. Point being, you know, in 2023, what makes, you know, so I don't have long hair because I feel like I need to. I have it because I want to. And, you know, it's funny because, there, you know, there's a lot of that whole what makes you. We talked about this actually a few weeks ago, maybe even his last episode. I don't remember. But yeah. what makes you a metalhead and stuff like that? And the fact of the matter is, I don't care. Like, uh, who, there was actually just another person I saw where it was like, you know, if I forget it, maybe it was a YouTuber or Instagram, whatever it was, but they were like metal as hell. They knew as much or more than anybody else. And they totally didn't look the part. Like, who cares? Like, you know, my buddy, we call him Slayer is the least metal looking guy ever. Yeah. And he's one of those metal guys I know. And, you know, it's funny because I was thinking the movie SLC Punk. There's that guy in the movie SLC Punk. His name is Mike, and he's played by uh, Jason Siegel. And he's like this nerdy, like horn rim glasses, polo shirt tucked into khakis looking dude. And there's a part in the movie where he goes, you see this guy? His name's Mike. He's like, doesn't look like a total geek, but he's like the most hardcore person in the scene. And sure enough, he's the dude that snaps and beats the shit out of people, is kicking out windows and cop cars and everything else. That's the thing. Like you don't need to look the part. Like you don't. You could be one of the biggest punk fans in the world. You don't need to have a blue mohawk, be wearing ripped up, um, whatever. I, I said the s word. You know what? I, I've had to edit this episode enough. Who cares? Nobody's no, nobody's listening anyways. 
Nobody's listening anyway. Nobody's listening anyway. Anybody who's Just listening, bleeping. dude, we are we are two hours into the episode. If you're still listening at this point and you care that I said the S word, come on. You're not a pass. <laughs> you're not metal. <laughs> Anyways. No, but I mean, like, that's it. Like, who cares? I mean, that's the thing. I've met people who have face tattoos. I've met people who are wearing, like, you know, khakis and a polo. One of my good friends at work. Um... Um, one of my good friends at work, um, he totally is like a business looking dude. He has, you know, like business haircut, wears a tie every day. He loves metal. I would never have, and I, I didn't talk to him about it. You know, like I I knew he liked rock and metal, but I didn't talk to him for a long time. And then he found out I liked metal. I was like, Oh, what do you listen to? He goes, Oh, I like King Diamond. I like, you know, I like Slayer. I like, and I'm just like seriously like you know i was like taken aback and it's funny how we have those like sort of misconceptions about people we'll meet people who are who are don't fit what we think a metalhead looks like and then we're like oh okay you know and and again it's not like we're like oh well what the hell we're just like oh okay well i never would have assumed that on the other side of that and i don't know if this happens to you too even when I had short hair, even when I wore button-down shirts or ties every day to work when I was in my cubicle or whatever, people somehow figured out that I liked heavy metal. And I never ta- I was actually very careful to not talk about it because I know sometimes when people hear like, "Oh, I like heavy metal," they're like, "Oh, you know, like they they immediately have like a misconception of you like, "Oh, you listen to that weird like, you know, and you know, I know now it's different because people say like you could say like I listen to Metallica and so does everybody. Like when I saw pictures of people from my neighborhood who who were going to Metallica, and I'm thinking to myself like, I know that that's probably the 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 only ba- and and I'm not making judgments on people. I can honestly say I know for a fact because I know these people. That is, the, you went to go hear Enter Sandman. You did not go to your battery. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm not saying they didn't like it, but I'm saying you like went to see Metallica. Yeah, you went to go. You went to you, you went, went to, to go see Metallica Stones. because Metallica was in town. You didn't go to see Metallica. You went to go see the event that was Metallica. You know what I mean? Like, and and that's fine. I'm not criticizing that either. I'm not criticizing that either. But my my point is, somehow people figured out that I listened to metal. You know, because, you know, you know, I would say something like, oh, I'm going to a concert. And they'd be like, what concert? And I'm just like, oh, it's a rock concert. You know, I would never say like, oh, I'm going to see Cannibal Corpse. You know what I mean? Because people would just look at me like, oh, who are they? And I'd be like, oh, God, don't look them up. I always <laughs> say like, I'm going to see a show. And they're like, who? And I'd be like, I'll just, you know, some band. When you people know, but, press me, I'm like, fine, I'm going to see Cannibal Corpse and, you know, Goat Horror. <laughs> well, that's the other thing too. Like, I'm thinking to myself, and because I'm picturing my, because I, I actually was talking to my boss one time, and they were they were talking to me, and we we had to do these interviews like type things where it's like a get to know you type of thing, and they're well, like, well, what fun. you know, like what 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 are your main things? So I'm like, oh, I'm really into music, and like, well, what are some of your favorite bands? And I'm like, why don't we just leave it at Kiss and Metallica? And and they're like, well, no, seriously, who else are your favorite bands? And I'm like, I really would like to leave it at Kiss and Metallica. Because I think I'd, you know, because I'm thinking to myself, I don't want to say things like Cannibal Corpse or Slayer and then have people go look up those bands who have never heard of them before. Because, yes, there are people in the world who have never heard of Cannibal Corpse and Slayer and read the lyrics to Haunting the Chapel or read the lyrics to, you know, 
I, well, any Cannibal Corpse song, and then be like, oh my god, like what, what you know, and then have a judgment on me. And it's funny because you may think, oh, it's twenty twenty three, nobody's gonna pass judgment. Yeah, there are some people out there who will it, pass judgment on you. It and makes you, me think of makes me think of the movie Sorority Boys. <laughs> When, when, when Harlan, when, freaking ever Harlan Williams. When Harlan Williams is like, I'm addicted to porn and I masturbate constantly. <laughs> I used to masturbate constantly. <laughs> that's, just, that's how he introduces himself when they do the round. They go around the circle. Everybody, I'm addicted to porn and I masturbate constantly. <laughs> Harlan Williams rules. That movie is, by the way, awesome. And it would never well, fly today. But. No, but the movie is awesome. I, I, I don't care. It, it, I don't care about being PC. It's an awesome movie. You it is a funny watch. movie. But anyway, so I mean, like I said, you know, it's it's one of those things where you know. So I don't in in twenty twenty three. I think it's an age thing. You know, I think back to when we were sixteen. You know, we were always kind of like, oh, you know, I got to listen to this. I got to listen to that. I got to be familiar with this. And you know, you kind of felt like you always had to prove. You you know, you always had to have like a prove yourself to everybody like you'd go to a concert and oh you ever hear of this band yeah yeah i know them oh no no yeah i know now half the time people are like oh you're here that like i remember i was at crypta and somebody was like talking to me about one of the i forget what the one of the the second opener was it was after crypta i, I don't listen to them uh, i don't have a problem with them but they're like oh they're like hate eternal do you know who they are and i'm like yeah i've heard of hate eternal and they're like well i, I, I you know tans man they're like you know i did i didn't mean to like imply that you don't know what you're talking about and i was like no i didn't even think that but it's funny how that reaction was like oh oh, sh- oh, oh I, I i almost i almost dropped another i was like oh you know i didn't mean to offend you or anything I'm like that it's so funny how people are like afraid to offend people by saying oh you don't know this band i'm i'm frankly happy when people mention bands they don't know to me because like we were talking to that dude in the parking lot tom and we we're like what are you listening to i kind of dig this you know what everything else you, you like we said we, especially on the show, we are not experts in terms of like, we're not encyclopedias. We don't know every band. We don't know everything about every band. I forget band members' names. I forget album titles. I forget song titles. It it happens. We both do. But, it, and and that's okay. Like, I, I, I am older. I've kind of gotten over the fact that I need to prove anything to anybody. And that's why... You know, it's funny. I look at my battle vest and I'm thinking to myself, like, I sometimes I'll look at my battle vest and say, can I name five songs of, of all these patches? I'm like, um, can I, can I, I'm thinking to myself, well, I mean, I may not be able to name five songs, but I can name every single album because, you know, again, we talked about this before. Some people listen to albums, some people listen to songs, etc. But, you know, and I'm thinking to myself, but wait a minute, I don't even care. Like if somebody walks up to me and says, name five songs, I'm going to be like, dude, bite me i was probably listening to this album while you were still having your mom wipe your ass for you you know what i mean like (laughs) i'm an old man now you know no but i i yeah i uh, again i think i think we should all drop the just drop it it doesn't matter you know like yeah like dude okay um hate eternal right Uh, yeah i uh I know who they are. It's Eric Rutan's band. I know that, you know. Um, the album I Monarch. Uh, I remember watching, um, like, I, I still remember to this day this drum pattern 
it's this weird two-footed drum uh bass drum hi-hat pattern thing like and i you know i could sit down and like literally explain to you how to play it um okay awesome dude i couldn't name every record they put out i couldn't name that many songs of theirs i know the album king of all kings and i know the album i monarch i know those pretty well and even those i could probably name two songs like, I could literally sit down and explain to you the drum pattern in one of the songs and how to do it and not name the songs. It happens. Like, we don't need... Uh, uh, that stuff drives me nuts. It just drives me nuts. It, it just does. And it probably always will. I don't know. Um, anyway. I feel it's about time that we start wrapping this guy up. Um... In full transparency, I've been drinking a lot and I got a tinkle. But the other, <laughs> the other half of it is, uh, we've been saying for a while that you know when we brought the show back, we try not to make the episodes too long anymore. I know it's been a few weeks since we've done an episode, uh, and I know we've had some really long ones lately. But yeah, we're not going to Vinny Vinny's peckers short this episode. But when when we start hitting the two hour mark, it's probably about a good time that we bounce. So. I am totally ready to to make like a tree and get out of here. I don't know about you. If there's anything else you want to throw out before we, we we get out of here. Nope, I'm good. Nope. Nope. <laughs> He's good. Anyway, um, so our Facebook page and our Instagram at the Heavy Metal Hangover. Uh, seriously, go there. If you don't follow us, yeah, go ahead and do it. That way you can hit us up. Let us know what's going on. Give us some ideas for listener picks. We haven't done those in a while. And uh, we're totally looking forward to doing that again. So anyway, I am completely ready to get out of here. I want to drink a little bit more and, um, I don't know, go watch some TV or do something. So anyway, you know what? my name is TV. Duff. We all know Yeah, that. I'm not going to. Well, by, well, I'm going to watch something on the TV. By that, I mean porno on the big screen. <laughs> but anyway, uh, my name is Duff. My name is Rex. And we'll see you again next week on another episode of the Heavy Metal Hangover. Congratulations for actually making it all the way through this episode of the Heavy Metal Hangover with your beer-guzzling, head-banging hosts, Rex and Duff.